0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the How Are You Living podcast. I am your host, Nathan Chilton. I think we can all agree that life can be hard sometimes, and my hope with these podcasts is to help make it a little bit easier, providing you with information to inspire and empower you to live the life that you want. So, the question that I'll ask you is How are you living? Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are all doing well. So today I want to go over a little discussion that I had with one of my patients this week. Um, They asked, what can I do straight away to help make a change and help contribute to the healing process? So what I say straight away, and it's a question that we ask on the intake form, is how much water are you drinking? How many pure glasses of water do you consume a day? And it's a question that gets asked a lot, and I think it's something that doesn't get swept under the carpet, but I think the severity and the effect that being dehydrated on your body is played down. I don't think people really understand the detrimental effect of being dehydrated. So you kind of have to practice what you preach. I have a big 3.5 or 3.8 litre bottle on my desk. Um, I'm not saying that everyone should drink 3.8 litres, but... I'd say at least 95% of people that I come in contact with at the practice are dehydrated. And the main thing as a chiropractor that I'm focused on, so dehydration causes a lot of things, but when it comes to chiropractic and we're working with the nervous system, it's to help with creating ease within a system. So what we need to do is try and cultivate an environment of ease, not stress. So dehydration... Is extremely important because when you are dehydrated, your body releases that hormone cortisol. So one of the hormones linked to the stress response. When that hormone starts to be pumped around the body, you get this increase in stress. So that stress response is good in small doses, it's good in circumstances that we actually need it. But if you're chronically dehydrated and you're chronically getting this stress hormone seeped into the blood, you're in that fight-or-flight state. So you know that when you're in that fight-or-flight state, your body neglects certain functions, for example, immune response, digestion, and it's focusing and gearing your body ready for that fight-or-flight where you either fight whatever in front of you or run off. So as a result of that, your energy is very likely to be distributed in a haphazard way around your body. So when you're stressed you're going to find it very difficult to heal from whatever ailment or whatever problem you are trying to heal from. So first thing and most easiest thing you can do to start moving your body towards better health is simply drink more water. And there are a few excuses that I hear, some are are quite valid reasons or excuses. Um, The other, the ones like I don't really like the taste of water. I don't know, that one doesn't really sit too well but I'm empathetic because I'm lucky that I don't mind the taste, but things you can do to overcome that is simply put a bit of lime juice in or a squeeze of natural lemon. You want to avoid any artificial flavorings if possible because that's, again, toxins, chemical toxins that your body has to process. And diet drinks, diet Coke or diet um, Sprite, you want to avoid those as well because anything that has sodium in especially energy drinks, Red Bull as well or Monsters, they are going to contribute to dehydrating you. So anything with sodium in, you want to try and avoid completely. And I put my hands up, I am guilty as charged for for many years, um, not for the last say 12 to 18 months, but before that I was uh, a big drinker of at least one energy drink Um, especially before the gym, which aren't good because of all the toxins, all the chemicals, as well as the high caffeine. This is probably one factor or one contributing factor that um, contributed to why um, I have had the problems that I've I've had. Um, But there's never one thing. It's accumulation of what you do day in, day out, the choices that you make. So yeah, that toxic chemical processing that my body would have had to do and from that is one factor but also not working on the health of my mind, not working on dealing with past traumas, eating too much processed kind of white bread, pita breads, um, chickens that might not have been organic because of all the toxins, antibiotics. You start to realise health is, is a bigger picture And when you start to talk about it like that, it does sound very overwhelming, but you can break it down, you can keep it simple, and that's the point I try and get across to my patients. So swinging back to this conversation I had with the patient in regards to what can you do straight away, the first thing I mentioned was dehydration, make sure you're drinking a lot. And the second thing I get people to do is start to think about breath work, conscious breath work. I'm not going to go into too much detail. I have done a podcast on breath work, but the reason why breath work is so important, it helps cultivate the the break side of the nervous system. So you've got the stress response, which is the accelerator, and you've got the rest, digest, healing state, which we're trying to cultivate as chiropractors, and that is the break to the system. You want to have a good balance between the two, And you want to be able to use the stress response when needed but you need to be programmed and your body needs to get used to taking its foot off the accelerator and back on the brake. So you want to get the balance between the two and it's the switching between the two that you need to get comfortable with. So anything that you do to cultivate that rest digest healing state, the more you do it, the more consistent you are, the more you'll become better patterned to switch between the two states. So breath work... Conscious breath work helps cultivate that parasympathetic side of the nervous system. So it really does work hand in hand. So if you take those two things of drinking more water, doing conscious breathing, say five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, and then whenever you feel that you might be anxious or stressed... And it was really nice to hear my patient say that the other day is, can I use it when I am particularly feeling stressed or anxious? And I was like, it is the perfect time to do it. And the more you do it, the more it becomes easier. And then the more you get out of using that mechanism or that tool to help, again, cultivate that rest, digest, heal state. And another thing that I like to mention is, what do you do the first thing in the morning? And what are you doing last thing at night? So the main thing you want to do before you do anything in the morning is checking with yourself. So I was speaking to the, the patient and I said, look, no phone for the first hour and the last hour of the day. In the morning, you want to wake up, checking with how you're feeling. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling a bit anxious? Why do you think that is? Just do a bit of reflection, a bit of introspection just to see how everything is. Perfect time to have two glasses of water while doing a bit of breath work and that really sets the tone for you to do the rest of the day. And obviously there are lots of other morning routines you can do but you have to remember for this it's introducing small actionable steps and with time you can start to add more. So if you imagine you start chiropractic, you're hydrated, you do conscious breath work every day and you are having two hours less phone time at two times in the day that are most important to be present and checking in with yourself, you do that for two, three, four weeks that is going to have a huge impact on your body's ability to heal, express health and I think it's important to remember to to try and not to think too far ahead. Yes, planning in the future is important, but when it comes to health and the and the literal thousands of choices you can make to move you towards health. It's very easy to paralyse yourself from making any change or making any progress going forward. So breaking it down and changing little things and just keep doing that. What else can I do to move myself to health? What can I remove from my life or from my lifestyle that might not be contributing to better health? And it's a constant back and forth, reassessing, reflecting, seeing what you can do this day or the next day or, or the month. But don't let the, the overwhelming sea of information stop you from making any change at all. Because normally it's the simple things that can be changed that are going to make a big difference. So before you start thinking about what supplements can I get to, to, to make me feel better, think about the diet first before you go down that avenue. And this isn't me saying that supplements aren't worth investigating. I'm a big believer and I use many supplements, but you can't supplement yourself out of a poor diet. So you need to get your diet sorted and then you can supplement to that diet with good high-grade supplements. Because if your diet is on point and it is what you need to move you towards better health, there will be some mineral supplements that might be missing out of it and that's when supplements come in and again it all depends on your goals what you're trying to achieve with the added supplementation but it's all about doing your own research finding out what's what's good what's not so good and then making an informed decision moving forward but just a reminder that you can't supplement yourself out of a poor diet so just to recap you don't need to overcomplicate and overwhelm yourself with the choices to move you from where you're at now to better health keep it simple make the small changes and they're going to make the big difference if you're consistent over time so if you aren't drinking enough water make sure you are minimum two to two and a half liters but again this all depends on body size composition how active you are so that's something to bear in mind when figuring out how much water you should be drinking And if possible, try and get some kind of filtration system, one that is going to help remove these chemicals that are in our water. So things like um, the small traces of chlorine, fluoride and, and aluminium, because that again is a toxic load that your body will have to process. And what you want to try and do as much as you can is remove as many toxins as possible. And auditing and looking at your diet, what you consume, is an easy step to do initially because there are so many chemicals and toxins in in what we consume, whether it be food and drink. So you start to change that and you will really start to reduce that toxic stress, toxic overload that your body has to process. If you aren't doing any conscious breath work, explore it. There is a sea of information online. Um, Again, that can be a little bit overwhelming. I did a podcast. Go back, listen to that. I keep it really simple and give you some actionable tips so you can make a start straight away. But even simply as setting a timer for five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, breathe through your nose for five seconds, and then out for five seconds. That is a perfect place to start. And you will start to feel and get the benefits from doing that kind of breath work. And again, No checking on your phone, checking with yourself before you look at your phone because the act of scrolling and whatever information or media you're consuming, that's going to pattern your nervous system and it's very likely that you might get triggered, activate that stress response and you want to know how you feel so you can turn up better, navigate that day from from a better place of calm and ease. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review and share to your friends and family to help them on their health journey. Your support is very much appreciated and I'm going to leave you with one question. How are you living?